Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We are a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday Morning Cartoon, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. We are joined today by our first in-person guest in over a goddamn year, (laughs) Matt. How the hell are you? Hey, it's I'm glad to be here in person. It uh just that's weird. Like you said, what since March of twenty twenty, right? Yeah, March we have, of twenty twenty. Yeah, we have been doing this virtually over the internet since March twenty twenty. Who was our last guest on? I don't even remember how this even works. Our last <laughs> guest was Chris Five DA. He's gonna hate that I called him that. <laughs> oh well. But our last guest was Chris Five DA. And he did Captain N, the Game Master. And I remember specifically it was um, Friday the 13th, March 13th of 2020, because it was the last normal day of my goddamn life. Yeah, I remember him Same. over here, and he was just like, he was sitting exactly where Matt's sitting right now. And he was just like, he, when I told him, like, hey, come on over and do this episode, he's like, oh, okay, I'm coming with hand sanitizer. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like, like, why would you do that? Like, we're all friends. Like, we, we're all clean. Like, I, I mean, we're gross, but we're not that gross. Yeah, like, I use use hand sanitizer (laughs) on a regular basis. Like, I I just didn't understand why he was so, like, freaked out, and now I know. Now it's everywhere. (sighs) It was super weird. Yeah. Um, But we are continuing the spooky season today with one of my absolute favorite shows growing up. We are watching the first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So excited. Oh my god. It smelled of nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> we actually watched this fairly recently. There was a period of time where it was available on Amazon Prime. They were cut up weird and they were not in order, which is kind of fine because it's an anthology show, but it was kind of weird because like there were interstitial things that, that happened in the episodes um around the stories, but as a way of watching it, it got the job done. We watched. I mean, want to say it was only like five years ago. It was. So it was not that long. It was. Recently, yeah. I thought it held up really well upon that review. Um, but yeah, this is my shit. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. No, I'm so excited. Like I. I mean, yeah, we watched it like not too long ago, but like nostalgically, like in the early '90s, I would watch this at home with my sisters and my cousins. My cousins actually would get like really, really freaked out and like screamed and cried and we actually then when they were over we were not allowed to watch Are They Afraid of Dark because they were actually scared and honestly like putting it on like it's pretty scary. That intro. That intro. Dude. Yeah. I I mean I'm not gonna lie I had to watch some episodes with my mom like it's, <laughs> it's, it's so I mean I don't know, you know we'll, we'll see I mean I'll, I'll probably not be scared now so. I yeah. don't know we'll see no, why don't we put this thing on and see what we think yeah. sounds good still and we're back so we just finished watching sort of the first episode (laughs) of are you afraid of the dark um coming right out of it i think it held the fuck up how about you guys most agreed just agreed. so f- it's just a, such a fun series so it, reminds yeah. me of halloween i i just love it. it it feels really really good 
I was very the just the whole package, everything. <sighs> that theme segment, even if the show wasn't good, that theme segment is like so fucking creepy. Like still to this day, as a full blown adult, mm-hmm. that creep that that whole thing's super. Oh, creepy. for sure. Okay, I, that's yeah, solid. yeah. It's it's great. Yeah, we definitely should have turned the lights out. Oh man, it's also <laughs> five o'clock in the afternoon, so it's fine. I don't man. think it would have made a huge. Oh, blackout curtains, I guess. Um, so I said sort of the first episode. What we watched was the fourth episode of the first season, but it was the pilot episode. So they made this uh. and they showed this on Halloween night in 1990. Um, oh. Nintendo, Nintendo, Nickelodeon <laughs> did not pick up the show until 1991. So they then re-aired it as part of the series proper okay. when it started uh, in 1992. Smart. But this episode aired on Halloween night in 1990. The only thing that's different about what we watched and the one that aired, Halloween night, the campfire segment was different. Those yes. kids did not come back. So they reshot the campfire segment with the kids from the current show. Whoa. But the original pilot kids were different than the ones oh, we are used oh, to. So these ones we just saw are the yeah, those are the regular. Yeah, that's kids. why. Yeah, that's why I thought yeah, I recognized. Yeah, because that yeah. Oh, that nerdy kid is always on it. Gary, yeah, Gary. Gary. Gary, yes. Um, I'll be some Gary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the original kids were all recast. So they had to reshoot the the campfire scene, but everything else was what was aired. the The actual story is what okay. Was aired. Uh, yeah. All right. Um. The show is created by DJ McHale. And the only other things that he's worked on, but it's worth talking about, one of which we've watched before. He worked on episodes of The Toxic Crusaders. Oh, nice. Which I love. Y'all know. Uh, he also worked on a show that we'll probably cover at some point, a little show called Ghost Writer. <gasps> oh, yes. my God. That's, an- that's another classic. Yeah. I feel not, not enough people know about Ghost yeah. Writer. Yeah. It's interesting. I've never seen it, so really? it'll be a fun one. Yeah. It was off. I thought I watched it. I must have watched that a lot. Our on go- PBS, yeah, right? Yeah. My, yeah. Our, my good friend, Nicole, loves Ghost Writer, and she made me a good, she, for her shop on Night Owl Designs, makes Ghost Writer pins, and I have one on my jacket. Whoa. She made you. She gave you two. I think she has two. There's different two. Ghost Rider yeah, two different ones. Yep, they're both on my jacket. Because yeah. every time somebody's like, "Oh, Ghost Rider," I'm like, "No, Ghost Rider." Yeah. It was a ghost. There's a computer. There's a lot of things. Yeah, I so. think I have the first season on DVD as well. Because I'm show. as soon as I found out you can get it on DVD, I'm like, "Yeah, I need this in my life." Yeah, yeah, I thought that was super cool. But he was the creator, DJ McHale, and he was very involved in the entire series. He's very involved in the the current reboot um, mm. that's going on now. This is very much his vision, which I think is super cool because I like it a lot. Um, this was not made for Nickelodeon. It was originally just made, and then Nickelodeon bought it, and then they ran with it, but this was not like a Nickelodeon oh, wow. show. DJ McHale planned this show, and Nickelodeon bought it. Is it Canada, right? Yeah, like yeah, CTV? It all, yeah. right? it was all produced in Canada. Nice. Um, Sonar Production is the, is the company that made it. Um, but yeah, this is the only show from the original run of Nickelodeon that was not produced for Nickelodeon. It was just right. produced, and Nickelodeon ended up buying it. They bought it pretty early on, and then it was produced for Nickelodeon, yeah. but for at least a portion of the first season, it wasn't. Um, Cast-wise, I only wrote down two people from the this particular episode. They're both Midnight Society people. Um, one of them is Daniel DeSantos. He played Tucker. Ah, yeah. 
he plays Tucker in 65 episodes of the original 91 run. Oh, wow. 91 episode <laughs> run of the show, I should say. Wow. Um, so he's by far the most um, in the most episodes okay. of the show. Um, he's in more episodes than Gary. Really? Wow. Even though Gary's the um the president of the yeah, Midnight he's like the Society. Head. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's in more episodes than Gary. He would go on to be Jason in Mean Girls. Um Gretchen's kind of boyfriend. Yeah, oh yeah. He's a comment about someone's muffin, I think. That's like his claim to fame in that movie. But yeah, he's in Mean Girls, which I fucking love. I love me. That, love, love Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yes. Amazing movie. Which at one point, like everybody was talking about, but I feel like we're back to like I don't know if people bring it up anymore. Well, it's a Christmas movie, so we should be seeing more of it around Christmas time. But, like, I mean, if I don't say stop trying to make fetch a thing at least <laughs> once a year, I fucked up. In my yeah, year. yeah. So I, I love that. That's <laughs> so good. good. Um, the other person in this episode that I wrote down is Rachel Blanchard. She was Kristen in the Midnight Society. She's in about 26 episodes of this show. She would go on to play Cher. In the Clueless TV show, not oh, the movie. Okay. TV show. I knew she looked familiar. Oh yeah. my god! And if you are a psycho, in yeah. the episode where Juliet kicks Sean out and she gets a roommate, Juliet wears the pantsuit. She is the roommate. Oh, yeah! Wow. If you see a picture of her from the '90s compared to the picture of her in Psych, you can totally see it. Oh my god! Yeah, that's crazy. Solid episode of Psych too. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Now, those are the only two actors in this episode, but I did write down a fuck ton of people who yes. were in this show because it's awesome. No, no Frank Walker. No, 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 no Frank not, not Walker. This side. That's... <laughs> no, he only does cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just some more fun facts about the show, and then we'll we'll go over all these other random people who got their start in this show. Um, like I said, this episode aired Halloween night in Canada, and then the following year, Nickelodeon aired it on October 25th, and then the actual series started the following year, August uh, 15th of 1992, and that is the series that, that we know and love. Yes. Um, this particular episode was a play on the classic story A Monkey's Paw by W.W. W. Jacobs, written in 1902. Oh. Whoa. That cracked me up because they were like enthralled by the story. What happens next? <laughs> right. Like it isn't the most told story in like history. that telltale heart. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. like fourth or fifth grade. It's like scary. yeah, scary yeah. I think every show that does Halloween episodes has done a a retelling of a monkey's fall. The one that probably jumps out to everyone's head is the Treehouse of Horror number yeah. two. Um, it's yeah. Now this series ran. If you look at it on IMDb, the series ran from 1990 to 2000, and that's technically true, I guess, yeah. but it ran from 1990 to 1996, and then there was a two-year break, and then it came back. So technically, 90 seasons six and seven are reboot. Right. Yeah, um, they rebranded it, yeah. The only Midnight Society member to go from the original series to the re first reboot is Tucker. Gary has one episode in the reboot, mm -hmm. but he's, but Tucker's the only one that continues to go through. Okay. And it's, I've, I, is Tucker Gary's brother, younger brother? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The campfire scenes 
were filmed obviously separately from everything else, and they right. filmed them just all at once. It was filmed the whole season. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> child labor laws. <laughs> I mean, they're not that long. From what yeah. I read, DJ McHale did not give a fuck about those. He just wanted to do an <laughs> anthology series, right? Um, akin to like the Twilight Zone, which we'll also mention in a second, but. He didn't think that like anyone would care about the Midnight Society, the people telling the story. So he didn't really care. He just banged that shit out. <laughs> right. But that ended up being like a key part of the show. It's a big part. Yeah, and like we all like identified with Absolute, those characters. Like, there's right. so, you much, to, like, so much yeah. nostalgia there. Like there's right. like Midnight Society. You can buy a shirt, and like there's just right. so much you stuff on to Etsy. Be in it. Yeah. In the Midnight that ended Society. Up being, like, a huge yeah. part of the show, and it's just so funny because it was an afterthought. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, I also but, think it was in the, the those Nickelodeon boxes that came out with all the nostalgia stuff. I think there was some Midnight Society stuff in the box too. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's funny that the part he cared the least about is like the part we all identify with because that was the kids that like we saw week to week. So we, right. we got to know those kids. That's yeah. a big part. Did you guys watch the re- the the new seasons? We have not. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Well, I'm not. It's not giving anything away, yeah. but it's a big part of that first season is somebody trying to get into the midnight society oh that's cool so like i mean and i'm like oh i really like as a kid like that's what you want so yeah. they, they make it like a secret society type yeah. of thing and it, it plays a big part that's which cool. is awesome that's really cool. no i def- yeah, i definitely wanted to be they're in very it. good they um they just put the first because it's only like three hour like movie long yeah. episodes on netflix oh cool yeah first season's that. on there yeah, yeah, second yeah. season is on paramount plus that we don't like to talk about yeah. but yeah, yeah. there's so many streaming services and i'm just I know. so over we it do not point. need another one yeah, I'm, not, I'm not signing up for another one i'm just not doing it. i don't care if there's gonna be a new criminal minds i don't need it <laughs> now they start every episode with submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, and does that ring familiar to anyone? I thought this was stated huh. in more episodes, but it's actually only in three episodes of The Twilight Zone. Rod Sterling would say, submitted for your approval. Oh, oh wow. Right. Yeah, I didn't There's know that. There's three different episodes where he says it out of like 150 episodes, but for whatever reason, that line has always stuck out to me, so right. the connection is very clear there. Yeah. yeah. It probably was like, I bet you his roles reverse. If I was watching Twilight Zone now, I'm like, that was an Ari Fitted Dark. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, there's like 40 years difference. So yeah. <laughs> One of them definitely came first, but that's yes. okay. Does anyone want to guess what the midnight powder or midnight dust is? <sighs> I feel like I knew this. This is dangerous this a- knowledge for me to know. I feel like I knew this a long time ago, and now I don't. Same. It's, I bet you it was some sort of meme like five years ago, and everybody freaked out about it. <laughs> probably. Coffee mate, non-dairy creamer. Oh, wow! Yeah. So, uh, if you're having a campfire and you invite <laughs> me, I can promise you I will be throwing non-dairy creamer into it. <laughs> well, you have like the sack, and they're sub- submitted for the approval, and they're like, uh, "Who are you?" <laughs> you roll up on some random party. I call this tale, and they're like, "What?" what? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to go through some of the people who were not in this episode, but were in, um, in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Some good There's ones. some fun ones, yeah. Yes. I'm going to start with the Nickelodeon connections. Okay. Melissa Joan Hart was in season two, episode seven, The Tale of the Frozen Ghost, which is, if I had to pick, probably my favorite episode. It's very it's good. It's a really good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Tia and Tamara. 
Oh my god. We're in season five, episode ten, The Tale of the Chameleons, where there is a doppelganger. Yes, that, that makes sense. Of course. Smart yeah. writing, right? Yeah. Solid. I heard that was coming back, sister, sister. Yeah, I think they're doing a reboot. I think they're parents huh? now or some shit. Yeah. See, that could work. Yeah. Yeah. Girl, like, that's fine. Yeah. I liked Girl Meets World a whole fucking lot. We so did I. A lot of people did not. Yeah. I, I, when I heard you say that, I was actually really happy because I thought, I thought Girl Meets World was really good for reasons that, like, An answered Fuller question. House wasn't. Fuller Correct. House felt lazy. I liked Girl Fuller House. Stuff, I liked you know? Fuller House. I liked some stuff of Fuller House. Obviously, couldn't get to Olsen's, which I get. But, yeah. Uh, but I have to tell you one thing, because Britt wasn't a huge fan of Girl Meets World, but guess what? It let us know Mr. Turner was okay. Yeah. So that's all yeah. we did. Last time we saw him, he was in body cast, and he's in the hospital. Yeah. But yeah. I digress. So I guess this will be a good segue. In season four, episode six, The Tale of the Long Ago Locket, Eric Matthews. Oh, no, no way. Eric Matthews. Eric Matthews. Yeah. The it's... older brother. Yeah. 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 You're right. Oh, shit. Yeah, Will Friedel. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Love him. So good. <laughs> he was um, all he wasn't he was something else we watched as recently in the podcast. I can't remember. That uh, and... that show, that one that I can't describe the show, but was your your one friend was on it. Oh, fudge. What was that show? I love that she just said fudge like we can't say. Like, I haven't said fuck 30 times. Right. I, right. Don't, I don't know. I just did that. Ah, fudge. No. <laughs> it, was, it was like, he was like, there was like a kid. He was like the main kid. Like, oh, God. It's driving me crazy. I'll look it up. Okay. I'm going to keep going. I'll circle I'll back. back he, he, um, he voiced Bat, uh, Batman, Batman Beyonds, right? I Eric Matthews? So. Yeah. 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 He did a lot of voice yeah. work. Yeah, I think he does more voice work than he does, yeah. like, actual. Um, he does, yeah, he does a lot of voice work. Um, Tatiana Ali, who is Ashley, the, the sister from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She was on season three, episode 11, The Tale of the Quicksilver, and I honestly couldn't place that episode. No, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, but yeah. Now, here's the, the, the wild ones. I, I, I know one of the wild ones, but I'm not going to spoil it. I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to guess it's this one. Probably. Season five, episode three. Tale of Station 109.1, Ryan Gosling. That's it. Oh, wow. That's the one. Oh, he my God. He was actually going to be Gary. He was in talks to be Gary, and then he Whoa. got cast in, in um, the Mickey Mouse Club, and he ended up doing that instead. But he was going to be in the Midnight Society for wow. a while. Um, I think that's a go-to. Like you, like That pops up on the internet a lot. This is probably the second one that comes up the most since you're in a scream uh, are you excited for the next Scream movie? Big, Season big. 3, episode 13, Nev Campbell yes. was in The Tale of the Dangerous the Soup. The Dangerous Soup. Yup, I remember she's in the kitchen. That's, That's such place. a weird one. It's very <laughs> weird. It has, does that have that one recurring character, Dr. Vink? I think you might be right. With the va, va, va. He just he keeps yeah. saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up once in a while. Yeah, there's there's a, very couple, weird. there's a couple characters who I are in like that. four or five stories that are like very minor. Um, season six, episode thirteen. The the tale of the Bigfoot Ridge. The guest star is Hayden Christensen. The worst wow. Anakin Skywalker in yes. history. 
<laughs> was his acting better in this episode Probably. of Harry Afraid in the Dark than Probably. it was pretty bad in episode two and three? No, I think it's funny that Star Wars actor Hayden Christensen is in that episode, and his character name is Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> oh. We're going to see him again. Are we? Yeah, I think they just said he's going to, well, we heard him. Mm. And, but they said that it might, he might be in uh, the Obi-Wan show. Oh, Christ. So, uh, I mean, it, it could be redemption. I don't know. I'm always forgiving other, like, actors in another shop, but uh, yeah. That movie was rough. It was really rough. Yeah. Um, Jewel, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, Stati, Stati, um, she played Kaylee on Firefly. Okay. She's in two episodes. Oh. I didn't write down the, the two that she's in, but she's in two episodes of, uh, this show, and Jay Baruchel is in four oh, episodes wow. of, Holy um, crap. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay. Um, Jay Baruchel, if you don't know, he's in a lot of movies, but. I would say, more importantly, he's in the Judd Apatow one-season show, Undeclared. Amazing show. So good. Yeah, so yeah. It's like a spiritual um, sequel to Freaks and Geeks. Yes. A lot of the so same people. So good. And again, early Judd Apatow just didn't get picked up, left us on a cliffhanger, just like Freaks and Geeks did. And yep. It's a bummer because it's really it's a really good show that does not get its just due. It's not as good as Freaks and Geeks, so it's not fair. All, but very because more people talk about Freaks and Geeks than they should, but not enough people talk. You, about You it. saw my right. face. I I was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, yeah it's, it's a very good show. So and to go really nerdy now, the I forget her name in the show, but the other actress on that show was in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Yeah, so, I can't remember who. I can't remember her name either. She did Freddy vs. Jason, did a couple other things, yeah. and she kind of just like fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like, oh my God, it's yeah. Jay. And it, yeah. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really good show. I, I recommend it to, to anyone who's gone to college or thought about it. It's, it's really, it's a really good show about just like, you know, that, that aimless year where you're figuring shit out. It's very real. Yeah. yeah. It felt very realistic to almost like, Wow, I should have actually finally got yeah. like now, what it feels like. The way Freaks and Geeks, like, even though it was set in the 80s and it was very, very 80s, that felt like high school for me. Yeah. You know, I, I identify with a lot of those characters. And, yeah, Undeclared very much felt like my college experience because I have always been an aimless slacker. Let's be honest here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but that is that is all I have for fun facts about this show. I... I fucking loved it. I always have. Yeah. And I think it holds up. I'm probably going to probably gonna stick your Voodoo account and watch That's fine. I was, I was going <laughs> to offer fun. it. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because like, this show, I mean, being a big Nickelodeon fan, I've tried to rewatch everything yeah. from, like, we talked about, like, Clarissa Explains It All. Yeah. Eh, not, not as great. Obviously, like, Rocco, Our Real Monster yeah. still oh, really good. Oh, for sure. But, like, some of the live action stuff is a little hard to yeah. get through, but but this, like, well, it was yeah. about, like, two, three years ago. Voodoo had to sail. I bought them. Like, ah, let's watch the episodes. And I was like, of course, some of the acting's hilarious yeah. because yeah. it's early 90s and they're kids and they're yeah. not expected to be Spielberg. Right. Direct it. You bent. Know? <laughs> yeah, get bent, Get right? bent. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, like that beginning of the episode where they just started off on like at the end of a tale. Yeah. Like that was creepy. Yeah. That this, was creepy. He came out of the closet and he was towering over this kid and right. I'm like, okay. And the phone call. Yeah. 
about the parents that was being real dead. Dark. That, that was, was real dark. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they go there once in a while. They they, they really try. Yeah, to... like that dog could have bit the kid, but then they didn't have. He just like ran and disappeared. But then it was the that dog. Silly. That played pretty silly. But yeah. no, like to his point, that phone call. Yeah. Like, hey, Got... kid, your parents are dead in this child's show. Yeah, yeah. That that's very dark. Very dark. Because yeah. they're still, which is really weird. But like right before we got on, I said like, uh, oh, should we turn the lights off? <laughs> Right, but um, I remember I used to watch this in my living room because we we didn't have cable in the basement. We right. had cable in the living room. Right. This was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, thirty three for the people that live in Northeast Philly, uh, for back in the day. Oh my God, yes, right? I remember that. So it would come on at like seven or seven thirty on uh, or for reruns, and then when it'd be in SNCC, you know, it'd be the new episode. Right. But I remember I watched it with my mom because my dad was on night shift, and I remember like closing my eyes a lot. Yeah. Right, but I remember this one episode. I don't know which one. I haven't rewatched it because I feel like I would have known. Yeah, but it it was something at in a pool at like a school, like there's some kids oh my God, swimming. Yeah, and I, I that's all I can remember, and it freaked me out. There was some sort of like ghost or I don't know what it was, but yeah, that is in my head from when I was like whatever age that it came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, this is a big part of like yeah, like us growing up. I didn't watch horror until I was 14 because I was too scared. But, like, did, I was yeah. watching this the entire time. Yeah. This is horror for kids. And, yeah. To, and, you know. Yeah, I got on the horror boat pretty early in life, mostly because I accidentally watched a fucking brutal <laughs> horror movie when I was very, very young. But this kind of, like, eased me back into it. And then, like, right. you know, when did this end? 2000, I would have been 13. I was watching full on horror movies. Oh, for by sure. The time. Yeah, was that's right. I was right around there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, and I want to say I think, and again, this was like the afterthought for the creator, but I think the interstitials that you know of them telling the story are what holds the show together more cohesively than say a Goosebumps. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it feels very similar to Goosebumps, but I feel like this holds up better. A because it's produced better but b i think it's like it, it holds it together having that story um like i said this was the original pilot that aired before the show actually got picked up yeah and i think that's why they have that weird false start in the beginning where you see the last couple seconds of a story right then they cut to and you tell you can now understand it's people around those campfire telling a story i think that's why they did that okay. that's a good point yeah, yeah i mean it yeah. definitely wasn't it wasn't confusing that they did that kind of like kind of legend in like what exactly this was about so i kind of like that yeah but that's also why this is like the only episode that does that and it's because this was produced before everything else yeah like your introduction to the yeah Yeah, and they want to grab you instantly instead of like let's talk for five minutes and then get into the story and then kids will be on to the next thing exactly yeah no i just just love i just love cheesy horror like i'm all about it like i just love this show Same. and as matt was saying like yeah channel three because um the cousins i mentioned earlier like they didn't have cable so they were always over my house like watching what all the nickelodeon that we had but yeah they did not they got very very scared by it when we were not allowed to watch are you afraid of the dark when they came over <laughs> <laughs> yeah goosebumps I, I i love goosebumps too but it's it's, it's, yeah. it's not it's like we um I found I I yeah I sent you a picture of it like yeah. the haunted mass VHS at a yeah. flea market. Yeah, I put that on watching our VCR, 
And I was having like flashbacks of when it debuted on Fox. That's a pretty cool experience of like seeing it on VHS. Right. Yeah. The three, four format. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I know the episodes are on Netflix. I know they're there, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know, I I wish I could get my hands on some of the old Ari Afraid of the Dark, like Orange Nickelodeon, like VHSs. Oh, that would be so cool. They're jumping up. Whereas all VHSs are starting to jump up, and yeah. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. If you take a look in my closet, I have the <laughs> Are You Afraid of board game. Oh, I fucking! I meant to bring it out and like lay it on the. Oh, that would have been cool. Oh man, we'll have to bring that <laughs> out, but maybe take some pictures for the. For I the had, group. I had that game. Yeah, I yeah. got rid of it like a moron, but I, I had it. We found it at RetroCon. <laughs> Where we find? Coming up. Yes, <laughs> RetroCon, please be on our show. We love yes. you. I well, I did go to RetroCon. Yeah. Uh, Per, yeah. Per because like I was bitching you guys because at one point I didn't listen to any podcast at all like mid pandemic because yeah. I was home all the time. Yeah, it used to be right? my commute ritual, and now that I don't right. have to commute, I'm like behind on everything. Yeah. So I, feel you. I heard you guys retrocon, 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 then it got canceled because of 2020. I'm like, I'm going to retrocon when it comes to Oaks. Yeah. I'm 10 minutes away, yeah. and my mind like blew up in that place. Yeah. I talked to Britt when I got home for like 20 minutes. I don't know if she's listening, but I was telling her how all the money I could have spent. Yeah. But that, yeah, that play, that show did not disappoint. Yeah. I can't wait for what? It's usually sep- end of September every year? It's like September, end of September August. early October, oh, yeah. somewhere around there. It's yeah. a big deal. Like, yeah. that was mind blowing. Yeah. There's so many cool people, so much cool merch, like everywhere. Stuff I've never seen, things I haven't seen in 30 years. Yeah. It's great. It's so cool. I spend so much money there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I finished my Toxic Crusaders um, set there this year. And then I started, we're going to do the, um, there was a series of Ninja Turtles that were all music related. So like one's like punk rock Raphael. One, I know it's, um, it's like hairband Raphael. He's got like leopard print pants. Mikey has the mohawk. No, Mikey has the, Mikey's the B-boy. Yeah. I forget who has the mohawk. That rap? No, rap was, I don't know. Whatever. Don't but know. there's all like music ones. I got half of those. I'll probably get the rest yeah. next year. Yeah. That's, all, like, yeah, good. that's the thing. Cause yeah. it's like if you go in like kind of a plan, like yeah. I had no plan. I only spent $15. It was good. That's pretty good. But, that's pretty um, good. Yeah, not that Brit needs to know what I'm recollecting, but uh, <laughs> I went through like one of my old Ninja Turtles toys. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm missing ones that I knew I had. So I found the Casey Jones at the show for five bucks. Nice. And, and I never collected the old like WWF figures, the Hasbro's. Oh, nice! Uh, and I got an Ultimate Warrior for five bucks. That's the awesome. The guy was like, ah, it's Sunday, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. he was cool about yeah. it. Like, you know, there's some people that were. Yeah, a lot of the time, vendors on price. Sunday are just trying to get rid of their stuff, yeah. so they don't have to take, take it home. Some guy, like, yeah. I, ju- I walked over, and he's like, well, whatever you want to make a deal. I'm like, dude, I didn't even look yet, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of wrestling figures. That is a. I, I have noticed. That's a deep one to go down. Not yeah. A kid. Yeah. I'm just all about the McDonald's toys. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. I, I've, I grew up on Turtles, and I grew up on Toxie. So, you know, now that I'm done the Toxie, I'm definitely not going to go down all the way down the Turtles. No. no that's, a, that's a crazy Scratch the question. cat. He's like hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. The, the news van. <sighs> yeah. There was a, you know, their, like their, their van. They put that out without the green colors. Yep. Just white for April's news van. That thing's like a G. Mm-hmm. If you can find it, and there's not many, it's no. it's complete madness. Yeah, I will not be going down that. Yeah, that's insane. And now but, Walmart. I don't know if you saw Walmart's re-releasing all the retro Ninja Turtles. I did stuff. see. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Um, they just released the blimp 
uh, the uh, on Sunday, and oh my I God. was out all day and came home to see it all over Twitter and missed it and yeah. devastated and that. Ah, yeah, where am I gonna put that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If or, I'm buying a blimp, I'm buying the Toxy blimp. Yeah. I only bought the characters. <laughs> I didn't buy the vehicles. No. I would buy that blimp other, if I see it. That's a whole other. No. Yeah. But good thing I did not see that ridiculous uh, Muppets Swedish Chef kitchen that was like four hundred dollars because I would have went home with that. But luckily, someone else bought <laughs> that. Had to have been talked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the Muppet. There's a there's and there's a Muppet stuff booth there, and then there are a lot of people selling Muppet stuff, and I just like it. Just there's just so much, and I just like, I can't that. do that. I saw that Muppet like because I uh, when we got there, I was like, holy crap, this is Muppet section. We was talking about. It. You weren't kidding. They had stuff from like the last forty years of like yeah everything they had these like uh like the gorgs from the fraggles like like these statues and i was like where did you find these because this is ridiculous because <laughs> the fraggles they, they, they had been like 30 or 40 years old all right well matt thanks for hanging out and <laughs> fucking talking some are you afraid of the dark with us tell our listeners uh, about your show sure so um i absolutely love and adore halloween um 365 days a year uh, and uh, our podcast, me and my wife, uh, Brittany, we have a uh, Say by the Credits podcast. Uh, it's my reason to watch a bunch of Halloween shit this year. Fair. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what we've been doing uh, in between and watching everything under the sun of every new show and, and TV series out there. Chucky is really good, by the way. Cool. Um, we have this thing called a Halloween where we both picked half the wheel. No idea who, you know, what we're going to land on, and we scratch it off these really cool lottery stickers. And every four episodes, we do a podcast. So we did the first one, we just call it Halloween, um, Halloween Haunts. Um, part one went up a couple weeks ago. Part two actually dropped this past Monday. And yeah, we're probably going to go in the middle of November because there's just not enough time yeah. in the world, which is fine because I just do it just all year. celebrate around. Halloween all year. Yeah. I would, if it's up to me, I mean, I would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we're out there on all the socials at Save by the Crowd. Check it out. But uh, I'm like, just love Halloween season. I just, I would watch around if I could. Same. <laughs> Same right? here. Um, this is the part of the show where Lee plugs whatever Comic Cons or conventions you can find us at. We have one right now Um, in a couple weeks on. October 30th, right before Halloween, we'll be at the South Jersey Geek Fest in South Jersey um, at the Tiki Tiki Board Games store in their parking lot. Um, they're, they're a great group of people. Um, they put on a great show. Definitely come check it out. There'll be a couple awesome vendors there. Again, in the parking lot, there'll be some food. I believe there'll be some tater tots. Um, but it's a good time. A lot of geeky stuff. And you can come in your costume because, hey, it's Halloween weekend and I've, I'm probably be in my costume. So definitely... Definitely, definitely love to come back, check that out. And if you do stop by, uh, mention the podcast because sometimes we do have sweet surprises. We might have candy. Who knows? Um, but yeah. I, I can say for you, you forgot the one time. I forgot one time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Love it, Matt. Oh my God. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, definitely come check it out. Um, we do have, we're still in the process of scheduling for the holiday season uh, if we're uh, shows that we're going to do in the area. Um, I know we're going to be doing Ocean City Comic Con in Ocean City, Maryland. That's in December. Um, but we'll have more details on our holiday shows um, coming up on our Facebook, Instagram, and on future podcasts. So definitely uh, keep on listening. Um, other than that, we do have a bunch of items in the South Street Art Mart in South, on South Street in Philly 
two really good friends, Nicole and Nicole. Uh, one of Nicole's I mentioned in the podcast, uh, Night Owl Designs. The other one is Tape Off TV. They run the South Street Art Mart. Uh, there's, I believe now there's like 150 awesome vendors in this shop. Definitely come and check it out. Um, look for some holly gifts for your friends, your family, etc. Um, but if you can't get to South Street, uh, they have a website, southstreetartmart.com. Again, we have a bunch of stuff in the shop, some pins, parlor beads, all sorts of things. And there's just a bunch of awesome stuff there. Um, and other than that, just make sure you're supporting your small businesses, your restaurants, everything. Uh, it's holiday season coming up. I mean, Halloween's awesome, but we do have holiday season coming up. So definitely make sure you're supporting because this still is not, even though Matt's here and where you have, we can actually have people and live podcasts we're still in this so just keep supporting each other thanks everyone for my spiel and not for nothing if you order from a small business or handmade that's not going to get stuck on a boat in the pacific ocean <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying very true. very true you can't control the usps and sometimes things do take a little while to get to you but at least they don't get stuck coming over from china that's all i'm saying guys <laughs> Um, remember to rate and review this podcast, Saturday Morning Showdown, wherever you get your podcasts. Join our Facebook discussion group, Saturday Morning Showdown. I post memes and dumb things about these shows that we grew up just absolutely loving. Um, next week would normally be our off week, but since it's Halloween, we're going to do a bonus episode. I don't normally plug what's coming up, but I'm going to fucking do it now because it's my show and I can do what I want. Do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do Saturday Morning Showdown movie night. And we're going to watch the Nickelodeon classic, Cry Baby Lane. Yes, I'm so excited to do this. All right, guys, we will see you next week for a bonus episode. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.